Are you a conscious leader or a visionary or a thought leader in this world? And would you like to create some of your own content in collaboration with us? If so, please head over to theatlasofconsciousness.com to check out more of our video and production content. We would love to work with you to get more of these new earth messages out into the world. Thank you once again for listening. And now on to the episode. So I think that's what's been really cool as well about my reference to the time traveler's wife and the gravitational pull of love. From a very young age, I really believed that in that, I don't even know how to say it, but that love has a gravity. And what if it did? I realized in myself that instead of the, the idea of my power being a conversation between me and myself, I was acting as if it was a struggle between me and my greater network and family. This is the Atlas Emotion series, where we share edge of the earth ideas for a new world. Hello, and welcome to another Atlas Emotion series podcast. My name is Ella. I have a really exciting podcast episode for you today, something that I've been really excited to share. It's called Gravity, and it's all about this idea of becoming the center of our gravitational pull points. Let me start with something that I learned from a Udemy course, actually. I was learning piano on Udemy, and the piano teacher talked all about this idea of the harmonic center and shifting gravity. He spoke of the idea of a root note, which is basically the center of our gravity. And it feels like whenever we land on it, we're arriving home. So you basically can play a melody all around that root note, but it's evident when you come to the root note that it feels like home to us. So as a filmmaker, what can sometimes feel like the center of gravity for, for filmmakers is Hollywood. I mean, everyone around the world knows about Hollywood and it is this, it has this very huge gravitational pull for filmmakers. If you want to make it in the film industry, you go to Hollywood. But what was cool for me was this idea of shifting gravity to understanding that you are your own gravitational pull point and you can, you can basically pull, you can have that same gravitational pull as these traditional centers, which would occur externally, basically. I, I was doing a visioning exercise with one of my friends who does abundance work. And we had to vision up a symbol for ourselves. And I saw this, this symbol of Saturn. And to me, it symbolized delicacy. It was also grand, but obviously there's this idea of the responsibility of that such a weight that it's so big, but yet it's so delicate at the same time. And I, I think that's like going to be a really cool image and metaphor for today's episode because that is what kind of gravity is in a way and what we're working with here. It's, it's that we all are that image of Saturn. We all are huge and, and, and big in our natural energy and grand, but there's a delicacy and being able to access that and work at that level. The other note I want to bring forward as we start our episode is from The Time Traveler's Wife. 
So if you've been listening to the last few podcasts, you'll know that I was very obsessed with the movie and the book. And that's because I felt like there was something in there for me around the idea of time traveling across timelines for ourselves in our own working realities. But also there was this idea that the main character brought up about gravity. So this is a quote from the book from Time Traveler's Wife, where basically this man time travels across all these different aspects of his timeline. So he might visit his wife when she was young. He might visit himself when he was young. He says, you know about gravity, right? The larger something is, the more mass it has, the more gravitational pull it exerts. It pulls smaller things to it and they orbit around and around. And then he goes on to share how his mother dying was that pivotal point that everything else goes around. So what was intriguing for me was this idea of emotions and the gravity they have and the gravitational pull that certain experiences have on our life. So I'm just telling you that because I wanted you to carry that idea with you as we move through the podcast, because I think it's very, very cool to think of instead of thinking of our world and our landscape as linear time, which we have been. Think of it as emotional pull points, emotional gravity centers. And we all know when we arrive at that root note, we arrive at that home note that feels like our center. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So this is really cool, but I'm going to talk to you guys about light and dark gravity. So one of my favorite songs is by John Mayer, Gravity. And in that song, you can he talks all about how gravity brings him down. I mean, this is how we know gravity. We know of it as something that tends to pull us to the earth and it tends to bring us down. And as I was exploring this concept of gravity, I actually stumbled upon something that was light gravity and dark gravity. And this is not a real term, but I, I called it basically positive gravity and negative gravity. So the negative gravity is the thing we're kind of used to in a way, and it's something that pulls you down emotionally. It drags you down, and there's so many songs written about this exact thing. And I, I basically was meditating, and I saw that there was this dark gravity for me. So basically these negative emotions that were dragging me into the past of my old relationships. But I, at the same time, I saw this white cloud of light gravity. This, I felt it as my future. I felt it as this blissful, white, supportive light. And that I desired to move toward that future of that positive white light, but this dark, heavy gravity was pulling me down. But what if basically that negative gravity were not necessarily a bad thing? And what if it were a good thing and we can actually transform it to move us toward what we choose for ourselves, toward our heart, our heart's desire and, and our heart's world? The distinct difference between moving toward the things that cause us heaviness and the things that are like light white gravity is the ability to face that heavy gravity that negative gravity and to choose to transform it into the white light 
So in time travel, I spoke about these little instances that were occurring through my life, which made me feel like I was time traveling. And basically, I was talking about gravity a little bit there. I was talking about how I was moving from these heavier feelings almost instantaneously to this feeling of white light and being supportive. So let me give you an example of me cultivating positive gravity. So we all know negative gravity. There are people and there are experiences in our life that feel like they're just pulling us backwards. And I've definitely had my fair share of relationships that have felt that way. And, and when I was meditating, you know, I felt like they were almost these negative gravitational pull points trying to drag me from where I want to go back to who I've been, you know, and, and someone that's needy and, and needs people to love me instead of moving into new terrain where things are bright and beautiful. In the podcast Time Travel, I spoke of something that felt like I was moving from not being supported to this hugely supportive reality where I got to make an ad that I completely believed in with someone that I really believed in also. So let me talk to you a little bit about positive gravity and its relationship to that manifestation. There was a whole week or a kind of couple of weeks leading up to it where every single day I would go down to this place at the beach and I would meditate for an hour or two hours. It always felt like such strong positive gravity. It felt like this white light that was huge and felt big and it was so incredible and I was just bathing myself in that feeling of being surrounded by white light. On one particular meditation, I found myself surrounded by there were all these people down there because there was kind of this incident that was happening and it was really surreal there were all these news cameras and there was television personnel and all these people looking and I I was kind of a little bit taken aback but it kind of created this surreal feeling like a surreal portal and after that morning's meditation I got a message from the guy that I ended up working with and he said that he he saw the atlas and he'd love to connect with me and I told him to come down and we ended up having this surreal moment where we were telling each other our life stories as we were surrounded by all these people and I kind of had this feeling that I, I wondered if I had been cultivating that moment in a way accidentally by going down to that beach every single day for a few weeks and and cultivating that positive gravity, bringing toward me someone of the same vibration of what it felt like for me to feel that freedom uh, when I was meditating by the beach. So that is positive gravity. And that is what's available to us as much as negative gravity is, you know, those things that pull us into the past. I was talking to a good friend of mine and here's his thoughts on positive gravity. So make wherever you are the place to be because that's what attracts people. Understand that negative gravity has an addictive quality to it. Whereas positive gravity, like that moment where I met with <laughs> when I where I met with the academy director to make the advertisement, it sort of takes care of itself. It's very gentle and sweet and it doesn't require any shoving or pushing. It's more just about understanding how to face your negative gravity and come up with ways to get out of that and transcend it. Turn up like everyone is your best friend and let go and, and be the person that you want to hang out with because the work at the end of the day is just turning up and greeting the day. 
as opposed to looking for someone else to make you feel a certain way. Positive gravity can be cultivated through those moments that make you feel like that white light. So on to the next topic. There's this relationship between gravity and our vision. So a lot of us and, you know, we've been raised to believe that we can just be pushed and pulled all over the place when there's this vision inside of us which kind of needs to be stood up for and needs a strength and a voice in it. And I would say that it's pretty challenging but the work that we can invest in is to create a gravitational pull around that vision. And how do we even do that? So for example, my vision is has always been to, to have a supportive and loving um, and thriving business that, that where the business comes easefully and I don't have to stress or strain in any way and I'm not compromising in any way. I just I live and I act from a place of harmony and I attract people in that place. I had to see something, which was my relationship to guilt and the way that gravity and guilt go together. So what am I talking about here? What I realized was that I was carrying the weight of going up against Mount Olympus. And, and then I saw that, you know, this was what I'd carried from a young age that I believed that I needed to fight with reality. It was me, this tiny thing, and then reality was this big thing that was going against me. So I realized that people believed that they needed to go up against something heavy or they were carrying that around with them. And it didn't matter what environment they put themselves in, they were always feeling like they needed to go up against something really hard as opposed to allowing life to be easy. And kind of the key point here and how it relates to guilt is that I realized in myself that instead of the, the idea of my power being a conversation between me and myself, that is what I wanted for my life, being between me and myself and what's right for me, I realized that it was actually... I was acting as if it was a struggle between me and my greater network and family. It wasn't between me and my heart. I was walking around and manifesting everything in my life in accordance to you know the fights that I had 20 years ago, basically. And so noticing that was really, really helpful. Mastery. That's the next point about gravity. So I've had a business coach and her name is Giselle Gamby and she's a center of gravity in herself. And we had a coaching session all about this idea of being supported. And we talked really predominantly actually about mastery and that mastery is basically the center of gravity. Being able to master yourself is the thing that creates you as a gravitational pull point all your deepest desires and values and allowing those to attract to you exactly what you need. So here's some points from our session. The world needs us in our fullness. Mastery is when the divine masculine and the divine feminine work in harmony. So when you've got that intention and those values and then you let them flow and you hold by those intentions and values in your daily life as much as you can. So that mastery is lining up with your heart and fully fitting inside of yourself. What comes from this is kind of an, an inevitability 
of results beyond what you could even imagine. You end up with the ability to master the idea that it's inevitable that you're going to get exactly what you truly value because you've mastered that you must hold your truth as the core essence. And here's the other idea. You be a provenance of something gathered, a summation of all your previous intuitions. So basically, it's all those moments where you knew what your vision was and you collected them and you held them. So all those previous intuitions leading to this really solid understanding of what you are and the mastery in that. So it's mastery of your own truth. So that's where I'm referring back to this image that I talked to you guys about at the start of the podcast, which was of Saturn. You have to be completely strong and completely delicate at the same time. That's what mastery is. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. So basically, I've been a filmmaker for over 10 years. And when I was at film school, I felt really intimidated because everyone was so talented and I I couldn't I almost couldn't really handle it I felt really pulled in whatever direction and when I'd go to the library everyone would be working on all their projects and I couldn't focus on my own I couldn't focus on my own truth and my own voice and I found one place in the whole of the film school where no one would go to do their work and it's basically this grips cage so a grip is someone that works with all the cranes and does all the technical stuff and moves all the cameras with these big machines and the guy that worked there was the sweetest and kindest guy and would always let me sit inside of of his workspace essentially and just work on my own vision and the that's kind of a like a cool metaphor because the idea there is that it's about having complete strength around your vision and that delicacy at the same time. So, you know, I had, without realizing it, created like actually a physical space, a physical metal space, which protected my, my vision and my ability to speak my truth and my voice. So I'd go into that cage and I would cultivate my voice I would protect it and cultivate my vision so it had a space and that is what it is to be a master is to despite what's happening on the outside it's to have that protection around that voice and vision of yours mastery is that the core self knows who it is so that's what's important about the idea of mastery and how it relates to gravity I'm basically talking you through all the different points of becoming a gravitational pull point and becoming your own self-master and respecting and completely protecting your vision. That's an important part of it. So what is cool to know and I think what's important for our world to know is that clean air is possible. So what am I even talking about clean air? Clean air is when you you reach this place of alignment with source and it feels like paradise in your body. And it's, it's when you really feel and you're honoring that mastery in yourself that you become this alignment within. And it feels like clean air. It feels like there's no more pollution in the air. And I guess what I, what I talk about in this gravitational pull point is is that there is a core energy community that's kind of centered around this feeling of, 
a new place, a new world where clean air that is negative gravity has been let go of and clean air is revealed, where people are centered around this idea. So just elaborating on that idea of energetic centers. Basically, it's about connection. And so we've got that, we cultivate that mastery and that height of connection within ourselves, protecting it, protecting it and allowing our vision to be the strongest thing. And then we end up with these hyper connections. You realize that you get to create your own landscape and things get to happen at lightning speed because of that connection cultivated inside of yourself. And in this landscape, our heart is the whole experience. What I, what I sort of saw myself imagining to help me really, and I've done this so many times to, to really help myself get into that space of mastery is really imagining myself as a golden ball grounded on the earth and as well as grounded, grounded on the earth and grounded into the earth. So we're really carrying that mastery wherever we go and we're attracting from that golden orb of a landscape. So I think that's what's been really cool as well about my reference to the time traveler's wife and the gravitational pull of love. I just want to kind of wrap up this episode by talking about that, by talking about gravity in relationship to love, because I think from a very young age, I've really believed that in that, I don't even know how to say it, but that love has a gravity. And what if it did? What if us becoming our own inner masters and our own masters of our own love and our own visions is the gravity that pulls everything toward us? I think that's what I loved about that movie and the book, Time Traveler's Wife, because it it showed it. It showed that these big emotional moments are what what pulls people toward you. and, And it's a very real thing. And it's not necessarily about where you go, but how you are and that gravitational pull of that light gravity that you, you choose to hold on to on the inside and let go of the negative gravity, the addictive quality of the past that you've come from or the things that you might have said to yourself in the past become that vision of being a center of gravity inside of yourself. And I believe that's also what transcends time. It's gravity. It's the gravitational pull of your love pulling timelines towards you that are the most aligned, most exciting, and the most beautiful. That's what it's all about. It's about radiating you and radiating light. And it's also about understanding that the world, they all have their own truths and they all live in their own environments made with their own energy. But just like my experience at film school, That doesn't stop you from having your own truth and your own mastery in the environment. Just like that cage, take care of yourself. Take yourself out to focus on your vision, your truth and your mastery. And you're going to become the gravitational center of your world. So thank you for joining me. This episode, I was talking all about gravity And actually, it's one of my favorite episodes, the favorite feeling episodes for for me because of the feeling of it and what I feel like I've learned along the way about this idea of the big and the small, the grand and the delicate working at one to allow you to become 
a gravitational center to everything that you desire. And this is number three in a four podcast set, time travel, prosperity, gravity, and creation. So I'm talking all about creation with the capital C in the next episode, which will be really, really exciting. How does all of this work around allowing yourself to become the gravitational center of your universe? Create a totally new land, which you get to experience. That's up in the next episode. I look forward to joining you there. See you later.